0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss the film Let It Snow. You don't have to have seen the film to enjoy the podcast, but if you do proceed and listen without having seen the film, just be aware that the plot will be spoiled for you. Enjoy.
0: Good evening!
1: Sorry, I was just typing in the chat window to tell you that I was born ready.
0: <laughs> damn straight you were.
1: We don't know what I was born ready for, but um, yeah, that's the truth. I was born ready.
0: You were born to run, born yep. to die, well, we're born in the born USA.
1: Yeah. And that's from Samuel Beckett.
0: More like, damn you Beckett. That's a good quote.
1: Damn you Beckett. how are you yeah not too bad not too bad this is my second week of being off work so i'm pretty happy about that i've been watching lots of rubbish on netflix seeing friends and family and stuff it's been great how about you excellent
0: i am fine it is nearly christmas and christmas will bring with it a brief respite of relaxation
1: yep before we go back to the hellscape that is you know the post 2019 election landscape <laughs> i wasn't going to mention it because he said how are you and obviously i'm feeling this very very crushing sense of being a bit like in you know the bit in star wars when they're in the the um, trash compactor and the walls are closing in on them i feel a bit like that
0: yes yeah that's a, that's a little bit how it feels
1: but i was trying to be positive but anyway good news headline in the daily star Yuri Geller branded spoon nonce on Twitter after claiming he helped Boris Johnson win the election. So, <laughs> there
0: you go. I mean, accurate headline.
1: Yeah. yeah. You, you heard about this?
0: Yeah, he claimed that he assisted Boris Johnson by bending spoons. Some bullshit.
1: No, he gave him a special spoon.
0: He gave him a special spoon.
1: <laughs>
0: That's just fuck off.
1: Yeah. He's very odd.
0: And terrible, <laughs> terrible con funny. artist. <laughs>
1: related articles. TV psychic Yuri Geller's new museum features paintings by Michael Jackson's pet chimp.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what you want to see, don't you? Yeah. Um the the chimp of a alleged sexual abuser painted some <laughs> painted some pictures and that's what you want in when you go to the go to the museum, you want to see that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They're probably better than his, Michael Jackson's own paintings, right?
0: I mean, probably. I, I highly doubt that there is a high quality to those paintings, um, much like there's not a high quality to his um, to his video games. Did you ever play Moonwalker, the video game?
1: No. I, I thought you meant Yuri Geller for a
0: second. <laughs> <laughs> Yuri Geller Simulator 2019.
1: Bend spoons and talk utter nonsense, the video game.
0: <laughs> so it's just lots of quick time events where you've got to press buttons in the right order so as not to come across as a complete fraud on daytime TV. God.
1: spoonbender 2000.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That that sounds like a sort of F0 style game but with spoons. Yeah, I, don't I know think how That would work.
0: <laughs> yeah, not great. Not great. Um so this week has been a dodgy one. Yeah. It's that's, it's, that's it's pretty mildly. It's yeah. been an emotional one for the UK. And what better way yeah, we've got to Mariah
1: Carey advertising crisps
0: <laughs> But what...
1: And in nowhere in the advert does it say Christmas.
0: Also you know you've seen that tiny tiny bite she takes out of the crisp at the end of the advert.
1: Yeah that is... after fighting with a surf to get That it. is
0: immediately being spat out as soon as the cameras finish rolling. Blatantly. She does not eat Walker's crisps.
1: Yeah. She doesn't eat crisps. No. no not any crisps at all, let alone Walker's. Not even the fancy. One. Not even fancy. She's t- Not even like Tyrrell's vegetables. Yeah,
0: she ain't got time for that. Not, she won't even have a kettle chip. Not even Paprika Max, the king of all crisps. <laughs> Those are good crisps. Yeah, they are good crisps.
1: Underrated, actually. Because they look really cheap and tacky, but they're actually very, very good. It's the
0: ridge size allows for maximum terrible for you salty goodness. To that get embedded so into the rib- ridges, yeah. Because a lot of ridged crisps, the ridges aren't actually very much, but with with Max, it's lots of ridges, so all of the salt gets in. All of the flavour gets in.
1: Nothing worse than a small ridge. No, I
0: mean. no, exactly.
1: Yeah, if you're going to ridge it, commit to it. you gotta,
0: You got to go full ridge. Ridge over the wi- river Kwai, that's how far <laughs> you've got to go.
1: Somehow we've been talking about that film on multiple <laughs>
0: episodes. I don't think I've ever seen it. Have, Have you yet? not? I've seen it. I've seen it a few times. It's one of those films that used to be on at Christmas all the time. Um which what, yeah
1: what channels were you watching at Christmas? I never saw it. Um The Great Escape was always on, but I think this was stuff we had on video. Yeah,
0: but, Cri- um, Christmas Boomer channel, obviously. Christmas.
1: <laughs> TBM, Turner Boomer movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: Um, But You know what Wales was always on at Christmas? was The Brave Little Toaster You see that film?
0: See, I've not ever seen it I've heard that it's good It's so good It's got
1: songs in it It's great It's kind of a wacky out there idea But it really, really works so well
0: I feel that I probably wouldn't be able to enjoy it now Having never watched it as a kid But I'd quite like to give it a go at some point
1: I'm trying to think if there's a romantic plot in it but there really isn't, unless you talk about the platonic love between a man and a toaster. That's good enough, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's, that's what we want. All right, we'll fit it in. Sometimes. It's better It's better than no, B-movie, sure. isn't it?
1: Yeah, because B stands for Boomer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> boomer extraordinaire, extraordinaire movie. That's what the B-movie's about.
1: <laughs> Didn't... um. So I heard some right-wing radio host in the U.S. said that boomer, boomer is like the N-word of this generation. Yeah, and then just of course they did. There were loads of people calling and saying, "Okay, boomer."
0: Yeah, that that sounds about right. The false equivalency of the right wing is truly something to behold. I saw my favorite taking the center ground headline, by the way, um, which was a vaccinations one by I think it was the New York Times where they put, one side of this debate feels as though vaccinations are a vital part of our society. The other thinks it curtails freedom of expression and religious freedom. It's like, well, (laughs) one side will save hundreds of thousands of lives. The other side can go fuck itself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the kind of journalism that we need. people trying so hard to to just present everything as like as if there are no facts anymore
0: yeah Yeah, not not, not every opinion is valid to cover in equal measure when you're supposed to be a critical thinker as a journalist
1: and we're actually a lot further down that road than we realize aren't we like it's All of the election coverage was all, oh, Boris Johnson said this thing, which is obviously a lie, but we're not going to say that it's a lie. People should make up their own minds, even though it's obviously a lie.
0: Yeah. And part of it is they've never really had to deal with a level of bad faith that is currently going on at the moment. Journalists have gotten complacent in the sort of last 20 years. Um, But also it's the change in scope of online journalism and having to be the fastest to everything. Um, which allows them to just take a source at face value and just publish it and then worry about it afterwards rather than actually going into what that means,
1: yeah, no one 's discussed the meaning of the phrase spoon nonsense in depth yet have they
0: no not yet
1: i'm waiting 'm waiting for that that um long read in the new york times
0: yeah that's that 's going to be an interesting one isn 't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> do Americans have Yuri Geller? do they know who Yuri Geller is?
0: Uh, I really hope not. Didn't, well, he did leech <laughs> off Michael Jackson for a very long time, didn't he?
1: That's true, actually, yeah. Hmm. I hope they've forgotten about him.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, I'm looking at the bridge on the river Kwai. I didn't know it was by Pierre Boulle.
0: Pierre Bulls.
1: Pierre Boulle, exactly. He <laughs> wrote the famous um, satirical French novel, The Planet of the Bulls.
0: <laughs> exactly. You, you did it. You blew it up with Bool.
1: <laughs> you maniacs
0: <laughs> Tell me all you hell. blew it
1: up you blew up the bridge on the river koi <laughs> it's got 95% on rotten tomatoes that extremely reliable website
0: it is the most reliable critical source you should definitely base
1: 8, 8.1 on imdb 87% on metacritic
0: you should definitely base everything off um off rotten tomatoes
1: and rotten tomatoes only
0: Only rotten tomatoes. Is it certified fresh? If it's not, I'm not even going to bother reading a review.
1: Yeah, this complex war epic asks hard questions, resists easy answers, and boasts career-defining work from star Alec Guinness and director David Lean. Oh man, I love Alec Guinness as well. It is actually a very good film.
0: It's it's a very good movie. You know,
1: I hate war movies.
0: Yeah, it's also got a big bridge in it and a a river.
1: Yeah, the, I hate bridges so much. So you know what the worst possible film I could go and see in the cinema right now? Twenty One Bridges. <laughs>
0: Yet yeah, you loved I Bridges of Chandler Madison Boseman. County.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's because it it treats the bridges with contempt.
0: <laughs> that movie was just Clint Eastwood going around just swearing at bridges. Yeah, just and then he, he them the, all the Bridges.
1: He, <laughs> he prints pictures of him flipping the bird at the bridges, and then he puts them all in a bin and burns them at night. In National Ge- Geographic are like this guy's a genius.
0: <laughs> See, I I kind of want to go and watch Twenty One Bridges. It sounds like it might be interesting.
1: It looks great. Yeah. yeah, and it's a good a good idea for a good setup for a thriller. Yeah, nothing and, more than that. Nothing more you need than and that. And
0: Chad also. Chadwick Boseman is is very good. He is great. Um. So,
1: I mean, I don't, I don't go to the cinema anymore because I've got a baby. So,
0: but why, baby, baby why, cinema. why would you need to go to the cinema when Netflix can provide you with movies like Let It Snow?
1: Exactly. And there's no end of incredible Christmas content on Netflix. Why would you even leave your house right now? You have n- probably there probably is enough Christmas content there if you like started playing it all now. You'd just get through the entire festive season and not have to talk to your family.
0: Yes, there is no need to ever, of. Go back to anything other than Netflix. um So, what did you think of Let It Snow?
1: I, th- I thought it was all right. Yeah. How How about you? I I I mean, I, I went into it wanting to like it because it's based on a book that I haven't read read, but that's by. um uh, it's, it's like three apparently three different stories in the book, one of which is written by John Green, who I like. So I was like, I wanted to like it, but I thought it was it was okay. Um, Claire was sort of half in and out of the room, and she was like, "It's trying to be Love Actually for teens. There's too many stories in it. It's rubbish." And I was like, "That's fair, but I also still kind of like it."
0: I mean, there's no creepy bullshit like Love Actually, so that's a winner.
1: No, there's no like long scene with the a guy who looks like he was in the Elephant.co.uk advert, <laughs> holding up signs endlessly. <laughs> I'm never going to let that one go. I found out that it wasn't him, but I'm still convinced it was him. <laughs> You know, in this post-truth um, world, I can just believe that myself and nobody else has to, you know, prove it with facts.
0: You can prove anything with facts, can't you?
1: Exactly. exactly.
0: Um, so I I think I like this movie a fair bit. It, I wouldn't say it blew my mind, but it is far more competent than the other two Christmas movies we've watched so far. Um, I,
1: I don't believe that's a fair assessment of a Christmas Prince 3D world, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you you know how the other two movies like very Chris much Prince three the butler did it they, they they very much felt like tv movies whereas this yeah. had enough going on that you could consider this kind of a, a cinematic movie almost
1: 10 years ago this would have been in the cinema
0: yeah sure. yeah um and in terms of it being a shit love actually i Again, I don't think that's a problem here. I I quite like the... I think they got the number of stories right. I think they got the general tone right of each of them. It maybe could have done with a bit more of a light-hearted one here and there because a lot of them kind of feel a bit too... A bit serious. A bit too serious and maybe they could have done with uh, like more of the DJ. Yes,
1: I was going to say that. More of Goofy DJ Guy. He didn't have enough screen
0: time. No, Goofy DJ Guy. Um, who is um, Jacob Batalon, who is in the Spider-Man movies? have you seen the, Spi- oh, really? the new Spider-Man films?
1: No, I honestly think the last time I saw a Spider-Man movie, it was being played by Tobey Maguire.
0: Which, those movies are great. Am I a boomer? <laughs> yeah, you're a massive boomer. I think we've a already Spider-Man established boomer. this. <laughs> um, what would be the, the equivalent of a boomer for Spider-Man? I guess Shocker is kind of the most boomer of his villains. Or maybe maybe the vulture because he is a legit old man, <laughs> like Ultimate Boomer. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's in the Spider Man movies. He plays Spider Man's best mate, and um, he's a really talented uh, young actor. And I think a lot of the cast here actually they've got a lot of um, there's a, there's a, there's a quite a lot of clout between them um despite I was the... going to
1: say that that they're all kind of very young people who are at the beginnings of their careers but have already done good things and I think are going to go on to bigger things.
0: Yeah, so um Kian and Shipka is uh the new Sabrina in the Chilling the Adventures of Sabrina. Witch. Um and has been in all sorts of stuff all over um all over Netflix. Uh the favorite of mine is The Black Coat's Daughter. Um which is a great movie. Um, also known as it's also known as February, which is an awful title. The Black Coast Daughter is a really good one. It's a horror movie about these um, two girls who are at a, like a, at a boarding school over winter break. It's very much a sort of psychological, strange, very unnerving horror film. Um, and it's uh, the two sort of core elements of it are her and um, Emma Roberts. All right, um, and that's a that's a fantastic movie um so it was
1: in the unbreakable kimmy schmidt did you watch that show yeah so i, I
0: haven't watched all of it but I've, we've watched the first two or three seasons
1: i think after the first two or three it actually tails off so you probably don't uh, know okay that, but the first couple of seasons i thought were really good but yeah she plays the daughter that her mum has after she disappears she's called kimmy uh, okay kimmy <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs>
0: Yeah, so um so I you know she she's very talented, she's gonna go far. But then you've also got, you know, all sorts of other people in there. Um who who have done a lot of great stuff as well. Um Ade- Joan Kusak. Yeah, she's and she's really charming in this as well. You've got another Spider-Man reference, so um Shemake Moore who plays um what's his what's his name in this? Is it Stanley? No Sexy Rapper Boy Stuart. Yeah. Um what
1: was his name? Stuart. It's something that sounds like an account- a hilarious
0: <laughs> Stuart Little Stuart um, Pierce <laughs> um, So he's he's also Spider-Man so he plays Miles Morales in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, right. the animated one Which is um, supposed to be very good Yes, yeah um, So, you know, more skill there um, is, He was great I- Isabella Merced plays Dora In the live action Dora the Explorer movie
1: No way, which is Apparently very good Yeah, which I've
0: heard good things about
1: and it's like they sort of gritted it up just enough to make it accessible <laughs> to a much wider audience.
0: She's there just <laughs> snorting up the crack.
1: Yeah, it's basically Tomb Raider. but for, for
0: Love and hate on her knuckles. Yeah. Opens over just kicking the shit out of someone in a dive bar and then is like, oh, I better go do some fucking exploring.
1: Yeah, puts on her hat.
0: <laughs> Raging speed horn plays. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bam dora the explorer um yeah so, so it's a very talented young cast here and i think they are what propel it so well um because you're
1: right actually if they were all like the the unrecognizable people not to be unkind but the unrecognizable people you see in christmas 24 movies hallmark channel movies that kind of thing where and you know unless you watch a lot of stuff that is quite far outside the mainstream you're unlikely to recognize any of the actors if it was all of that just those kind of actors then maybe it wouldn't have the same impact and that's unfair because maybe those kind of actors would be okay at it but you you do have to wonder don't you
0: yes yeah it's I I think casting is such an important thing and I know that seems obvious to say but you really feel the difference in films like this where, you know, these are these are some very talented young people with some really great films between them and really great TV shows between them. Um, and it makes a world of difference, really, that, that they are here and they're doing this um, because it's I don't know, they, they carry the movie during its weaker moments um, because there's there's not a lot here that you haven't seen before but what what sells it to you is the emotion behind it the impact behind it um the way that you feel for these characters um and 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 that comes down to the to the acting itself
1: absolutely yeah you 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 believe them you invest in them all of them are probably things that we could have been in our teens if we lived in rural illinois at this time, or whatever whatever it is. You know, it's all things that I think... There's something in there for everyone as well, something in there that everyone can relate to. And I think people always actually underestimate these kind of things if it's more aimed at a teen audience, don't they? But actually, it's just as good... Or, as you say, it's better than A Christmas Prince and a lot, a lot better than um, a, a Wet Milk Night or whatever it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's much better than... The night before... Sir, Sir Norwich. Sir... Sir, Sir, Sir Norwich, Norwich of Fuckington. They should have...
1: Um. <laughs> They should have thrown him into the Waffle House in this one, just for fun. Yeah,
0: and, and 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 bringing up the Waffle House, that again, it felt almost like an '80s movie. The way that it all framed itself around this shitty restaurant, and the way the way that it all tied together that that cheesy joke about it being the awful house because it has no W, and then at the end they find the W and they wrap it in Christmas lights. It all felt very John Hughes.
1: I was gonna say, yeah, if this if this had been done 30 years ago, John Hughes could have done it for sure. And he'd have made them go on like some quest to get the W.
0: Yeah, yeah, rather than just finding it in the in the cupboard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um But you know, I, I I re I wouldn't say I really like this movie, but it was refreshing to see something like this aimed at young people that work so well. And I think Netflix has become really good at that, like to all the boys I loved before um yeah. they 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 become experts at tapping into that kind of film and doing it in a way that isn't um patronizing
1: yeah as you say it can very very easily end up being how do you do fellow kids can't kind it of.
0: yeah whereas whereas you know in reality this is this is a new year's eve but for children um <laughs> yeah, but but much but much, much better, but much with, better. You
1: know, three or four stories in ke- instead of 50
0: yeah yeah um so so i think it does have its flaws, though, um, and and part of that is
1: mostly its mistreatment of a small and very cute pig.
0: Yes, which is quite unfair. But also, you
1: not bring that kind of pig to a noisy environment like a party. Also,
0: they show you that pig early on, and then it doesn't reappear until right at the end, and that is a that is an insult to the audience.
1: It's Chekhov's pig. <laughs>
0: um, tension is a pig under the table, yeah. a squealing pig <laughs> under the table.
1: Uh, famous quote from Alfred Pigcock.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alfred Pig <Pig-Pig>. Pig. Pig Hog.
1: Pig Hog. <laughs> Alfred Hitchhog.
0: <laughs> Sonic the Hitchhog.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for that film. <laughs> I'm like unreasonably, ridiculously, irrationally excited for it. Even though I heard that the whole animation studio just got fired. So that's obviously very bad.
0: Yeah, that happens a lot with movies, um, where the animation studios, they often get shunted around at very short notice. And it often happens in places where there's not really much by way of, um, of sort of rights or anything like that. So it's, it's an unfortunate situation within the, the, the movie industry as a whole. And one that at least has been brought greater scrutiny by this, given, you know, how hard they worked to get it back into this state yeah um but yeah that's
1: really something that the industry needs to change
0: yep um and also you know they did a great job turning that fucking nightmare fuel sonic the hedgehog (laughs) into something more palatable
1: yeah something that's now all over my instagram feed being adorable and doing it doing like an advent calendar thingy
0: although it's no baby yoda baby yoda is several steps above
1: we discussed this last week baby yoda's a boomer well sonic is
0: sonic is also a boomer
1: you think Sonic's a boomer? Well,
0: Sonic is a fully grown... He-,
1: he hoards gold rings, we'll give him that. Sonic is an
0: adult at the time of the original Sonic games.
1: Yeah, how old is he supposed to be, anyway?
0: Well, if you look at the size of him versus the size of the little animals that come out of the robots in the Sonic games, clearly they are the young animals that come out. Whereas Sonic is clearly an adult hedgehog. In 1991, I think the first Sonic was so and let's Tails say he's supposed to be a teenager so let's say that puts him 20 years old so that makes him born in 1961 that puts him just about into boomer territory
1: no 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 that, that's 30 years what <laughs> 1961 to 1991
0: that's 30 years. Oh, so, okay so so 1971 i'd still say that's boomer territory nowadays yeah. Not in terms that's of being a baby. Over into Generation X. Yeah, I think he's a he's a slacker. <clears throat> mm, well, no, I wouldn't say he's Gen X because Gen X are generally seen born a little bit later.
1: Yeah, there's the sort of um, the cusp of each thing where you don't really fit in. Yeah, so, maybe that's why Sonic was so angry.
0: So yeah, he's because he was a he was a Gen X icon for youngsters who grew up in that time period, but he was an already an adult. So. That kind of puts him in the same territory as, you know, would you consider Billy Corgan to be a Gen Xer or to be an icon of the Gen X movement?
1: That's, yeah, that's a, that's a tough question. Yeah. These are the kind of questions that we have to ask. But I, I don't know. But
0: Sonic is shit in comparison to Baby Yoda. Baby, Baby Yoda's fucking great.
1: Would you consider Smashing Pumpkins to have more than three good songs?
0: I would say no. <laughs> I definitely would say yes. I love a, uh, How many how many Smashing Pumpkins albums are there that are good? Cause
1: I don't know, I've I've really tried hard with Smashing Pumpkins but there are only like a handful of songs I can really get into. Despite, Most of it I struggle with. Despite all Not, your rage you're still just a it.
0: rat in a cage. Exactly. I see.
1: <laughs> that that song's alright
0: um see i really like
1: tonight tonight is incredible i love that song that's like way above everything else they've ever done for me eh,
0: i i prefer the stuff of Siamese dream personally um Siamese dream is a really great album um their first album is massively overrated by hipsters who think that it's cool to say that it's good it's not <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> um
1: what songs are on that
0: um fucking bullshit <laughs> and and oh, the oh yeah i remember that song it's great it's uh, my and we fucking love pumpkin pie which i think is <laughs> is that where their name comes from yeah that's where it comes from so i the i FD, think pumpkin pie and then smash it i think their their main single off that was uh what was it called i can't remember now but it was yeah it's 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 just another noisy band whereas then you know, they introduced the shoegaze elements for Siamese Dream. The Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness is very experimental. Um, and then after that, they had... Um, did, you, did you ever listen to Door"?
1: No, I do not So think they, they, they went
0: kind of electronic and darker with that one, which is quite interesting. Um, and then they released Machina, which was their last good album.
1: I'm willing to give them a chance. To try again, but I've put on some of their albums before and not really fully engaged. But uh, this was some time ago, so I may well be wrong.
0: Um, yeah, they've they've got a handful of of very good albums um, behind them. So Siamese Dream is kind of a if if you like Sonic Youth, I suppose, but you don't have any imagination, that's <laughs> you'd listen to Siamese Dream.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, there's some really great stuff on it. Cherub is is one of my favourite songs ever. Um today is a is a banger. Yeah. Um good. Disarm as well is is really good. It's sort of yeah, like the is the good. precursor to to melancholies more experimental stuff. But yeah. So yeah, welcome to the 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 Smashing Pumpkins cast everybody. Yeah. Um but
1: we now do, do sound like a couple of boomers just talking about <laughs> old shit that
0: no one cares about. Oh, back in my—it wasn't even back in our day. <laughs> back
1: in our day, in 1991, when we were three years <laughs> when old, when Sonic was an adult. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I oh, I love Baby Yoda so much. I, I,
1: I have any have you seen have you seen the the man? Yes, yeah, so I have. His name is Delorean. I, I have
0: seen Mando Lorian um which i believe is the character name Mando Calrissian. Mando Calrissian. um but yeah is it, good? it I, I i think it's good it's very simplistic it's a it's like an old samurai tv show um or like an old western tv show you know a lot of those westerns base themselves off off the samurai stories and samurai tv shows um so it it that actually sounds great yeah and it's good it's really what what works so well about it is its simplicity um, and the fact that Baby Yoda is the cutest thing ever to be put on TV screens.
1: I'm not going to watch it between now and Thursday. We're recording this on Tuesday because Thursday is Star Wars Day, or well, the the day that I go to see um, The Rise of Skywalker and text you to spoil it for you, obviously. Yeah. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> which, which
0: I'm very Seriously. much looking forward to. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it, but I am hesitant because... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit hesitant just because they've been seeing, saying so much about getting back to the core story and kind of say, s- suggesting that they're going to go back on what The Last Jedi did. And you know how I feel about destiny in films. Yeah. I fucking nonsense. I fucking hate destiny nonsense in films. Destiny's not real. Destiny is not real. Destiny and a belief in destiny plays into the mindset that made Boris Johnson Prime Minister.
1: So how how did Destiny's Child fit into this?
0: Uh well I don't know.
1: Real or not real? <laughs> Beyonce is in fact not real. She yeah. You can't prove it. She's you can't she, you can't prove that Beyonce exists.
0: She's formed by lasers. It's lasers and smoke. Yeah. Um yeah, I I the the whole fallback of destiny and, and ancestry in, in movies really bores me. And if they're going to go back to that for the main film, I think I'm gonna be a little bit disappointed.
1: I really hope they don't do that for Ray, because they've spent two films avoiding it.
0: Yeah, and I kind of feel like they're going to. Because it's what the fans want, apart from it's not really what the fans want, it's what about what, twenty thousand people want?
1: Yeah. Which is, you know, enough people to fill a large concert venue, but other than that, who cares?
0: Yeah. They yeah they do not represent Star Wars.
1: You know, Radiohead have played to that many people and more, but that doesn't mean that they're good.
0: How <laughs> dare <I'll tell> you? <laughs> um, but uh, but Radiohead, they weren't in this movie.
1: No, it's a shame. They no, actually, it's not a shame. <laughs> Imagine if it, instead of like a handsome, handsome, young, cool rapper guy, it was Tom York.
0: <laughs>
1: and you're like, what are you doing on a train, Tom York?
0: <laughs> I'm reconnecting, I'm reconnecting know, with the man, world. I'm
1: just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go to this restaurant over here.
0: Although Radiohead, despite all their foibles, they didn't support Boris Johnson. That's good. Unlike the shit cheese guy from Blair.
1: <laughs> the cheese bloke che- from Blur. Cheese bloke from Blur. <laughs> failed. Literally lives in the same village as David Cameron. Failed
0: festival cheese bloke. I've forgotten his name, but he Uh-oh. he had a shit festival that failed, and now he makes Alex cheese. James. <laughs> no, I refuse. That's a- <laughs> anyone <laughs> called Alex is just Alex <laughs> from the One Show.
1: Oh yeah, not um Alex Jones. The, the gay frogs <laughs> Infowars yeah, guy. yeah that's right <laughs> that still forever A- be known. alex jones i haven't heard anything about him recently well though. no because he
0: got banned from everything didn't he
1: yeah I, I was gonna say i wonder why we haven't heard from
0: him <laughs> <laughs> um Ale- alex jones is um is uh yeah he's he he he, he started off playing bass in blair and then he um, lost his mind a little bit. And now he just makes cheese and calls frogs gay. It's all the same person. There's only yeah, <laughs> a, there's one guy <laughs> there's only, has
1: but, shouty podcasts.
0: There's only one person called Alex Jones who is all of the Alex Joneses as a performance artist.
1: Yeah, that's how it works.
0: <laughs> Alex Jones from The One Show is the same.
1: Yep. Very, <laughs> very sane and normal. Totally normal. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Um, so I can't remember how we got onto Alex Jones.
1: the Cheese Bloke from Blur. Oh
0: yeah, Cheese Bloke from Blur.
1: Blur are rubbish, aren't they?
0: Uh I don't know. I don't know. They're better than Oasis.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're not annoying lad wankers.
0: Um, whereas but... and and they had they have like I think the Universal is a really good song. Do you remember the yeah. Universal?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's alright.
0: That's, that's a cool song. I, I, I have time for Blur, but they are, as as always with the British public, they failed to recognise the true legends of the movement. So Pulp and Suede were the two best bands of the whole Britpop scene. Yeah,
1: I, I will I will stand by you on that. Although what what is funny, what is good about Blur is that Parklife became that meme where people would reply Parklife on Twitter to whenever someone says something that sounds like one of the verses of Parklife. Yes. Which is funny. Which
0: is very funny. Uh,
1: yeah, no, I haven't seen anyone doing that recently. I might bring it back.
0: <laughs> bring back the classics. Um and and long pigs as well. We'll call back call back to yeah. long pigs that we discussed on this podcast, however many episodes. Underrated. ago. That that album, The Sun Is Off and Out, is proper amazing.
1: Yeah, and a name that evokes cannibalism.
0: <laughs> which so is which is what you want. You want you want cannibalism in your music. Um mm. Of course. So, uh so there was no cannibalism in Let no, know yeah, even. Right.
1: So you you were about to start pointing out its flaws. What are its flaws?
0: Um, a lack of cannibalism, for one thing. <laughs>
1: Obviously, yeah. It's the Waffle House, not the <laughs> long, pig house. <laughs> long Pig House. Long <laughs> Pig. No,
0: the Long Pig Lounge.
1: <laughs> long Pig Lounge. That actually is, sounds like a good name for a venue. I and would you turn it over in your head, and you're like, oh, maybe. Not. I would
0: definitely call a venue the Long Pig Lounge.
1: <laughs> that's like your. That's your equivalent of you know, in Alan Partridge when he's like coming up with ideas for TV shows and saying them into his dictaphone. When I mean, he's like youth hostling with Chris Hubank that's, that's you. <laughs> that's <laughs> you me. With your dictaphone, trying to think of venue names. That's the Long pig lounge. That's me boomerang. I'll say it, it again in, in casual conversation. Hey man, want to go down to the Long pig Lounge? <laughs> yeah, sounds great. I, hear, I hear raging oh, speed. Oh, young playing? cannibals are on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> make, make Raging Speedhorn great again. Oh, that I want. Um, yeah, yeah. No cannibalism. Um, but I feel as though this movie, <laughs> this movie, um, as much as it is built as a rom com, there's not quite enough comedy in it.
1: No, there there are a couple of nice moments, but there's nothing that's like laugh out loud, out and out funny. Mm. But does it does it have to be to carry it off?
0: Well, if you're gonna make a rom com. You need some calm to get with your ROM.
1: So you're saying there's not enough calm.
0: There is not enough calm in this, and and there are.
1: Don't you think it funny that Joan Kuzak was wearing tinfoil?
0: No, no, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't find that funny. I thought that was a little bit strange and possibly offensive. Um, yeah, but, um, but I, I. F- there, there is enough sweetness to carry it so the scene where they're singing in the church is really sweet and i was like oh this is so nice yeah
1: what is that song was it a song that they made for the film no
0: it's i can't remember what it was let's see if it's mentioned in um the trivia section
1: i didn't recognize it
0: um i think it is
1: but we had the volume down low and
0: i th- i think it went a little something <laughs> like um big booty bitches <laughs> big big booty just like a big was... booty bitches, big <laughs> booty bitches.
1: It was <laughs> let the bodies, the body. let the bodies. The body. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. <laughs> it was, oh, of course, it was a new metal medley. Yeah, yeah. I remember now.
0: <laughs> Broking into a bit of edema. Do you remember Edema? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Edema. What a band. They had a song, possibly two.
1: Maybe three, if you're lucky. Three if you're a dedicated reader of Kerrang! magazine.
0: Whatever happened to a demon? Because wasn't he the half-brother of the guy from Korn, the lead singer? Oh,
1: really? And then
0: they kicked him out. Yeah. I didn't And they got out. in a new singer.
1: Hmm. Maybe he fought Jonathan Davis for their ancestral bagpipes and won.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Or lost.
1: Or lost. Yeah. I'm going to go with lost, actually. But there is some nice music in this film. It uses the song Christmas TV by Slow Club, which I really like. It's a lovely it's song. It's much better
0: than Christmas Radio.
1: Yeah. What's Christmas Radio? Is that song? song? Uh, it
0: got killed by Christmas TV. Ah, oh, stu- I
1: see, I see. <laughs> Christmas TV killed the Christmas Radio stuff. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite song. <laughs> that's,
0: the, that's the best. Um,
1: And also has "Rock the Casbah during the car chase, which I was like, yeah, okay, I'm down with that.
0: Yeah, is is it's good. I, there's um, there's some neat little music in this which works very well, um, and yeah, it's I like it. It's a good film.
1: Oh, and it does include the the sexy singer guy doing some sexy singing as well, and then that becomes the song that's on the outro. I like that because that that makes you believe that he's a sexy singer.
0: Yeah, and it all ties into its kind of own universe, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, that whole storyline felt a little bit like Notting Hill.
1: Yeah, a celeb and an ordinary.
0: Yeah, person. it it kind of just fed into Notting Hill territory, which I don't know.
1: And I, and he sort of followed her in a bit of a weird way.
0: I I and I feel as though it it kind of that and that's one of the problems with this film is it always it plays it a little bit too safe with its storylines.
1: Why was he on the train? That was, uh, maybe I missed something, but like, wouldn't he be on his tour bus or whatever?
0: I think he basically just said that he wanted, he did it every so often just to try and get away from his isolation. Yeah. Um.
1: So he's trying to, he's trying to be a normal guy.
0: Yeah, he's just trying to escape being completely isolated and going batshit insane like Yuri Geller. Oh,
1: yeah. Was that, or is that why um, Yuri Geller ended up that way? Yeah, he started out because as he did, <laughs> a pop star. Because he, he, does, he doesn't go on trains. He
0: started out as a pop star and refused to go on trains. And before he knew it, he was claiming he could bend spoons. Yep. Um and then
1: next thing you know, he's been called a nonce on Twitter. <laughs> every- That's twenty nineteen.
0: oh nonce nonce nonce. <laughs> I,
1: uh, We're about to enter a new decade. Can you believe it? I know.
0: There's so many people to call nonces in the f- decade to come.
1: <laughs> there are so many Tory MPs. <laughs> I can't get through.
0: Nonce is an underrated word.
1: <laughs> it is. It's just rude enough, isn't it? It's <laughs> it, is, it is quite offensive. It's
0: it's unbelievable but it sounds funny. <laughs> it's it's unbelievably offensive at the individual that you're framing as a nonce. Yeah. Um but it's it's still an incredibly funny word.
1: But it also gets used as a verb on Twitter a lot as well. Oh really? Yeah. So I I was reading some replies and someone was like, I read this to mean that he nonces spoons. And kind of like, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I was like, Well like yeah, I I get it nonce as a verb why not i mean
0: the all of the world is going topsy turvy why not
1: yeah language evolves you know
0: um so <laughs> so uh this movie again right this film is
1: are you still pointing out its flaws yeah uh, i mean, I've,
0: I've been very distracted by all of this talk of various other things Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> But but yeah, and none, none of the, every single one of the storylines, you knew exactly how it was going to go the moment that it started. And I think that's kind of a that's kind of a letdown. It would have been nice if they'd done something a little bit different. Because um, even something like Love Actually, there were some bits of it where you didn't expect it to work out the way that it did.
1: I did not expect Bill Nye to say the words "Let's get pissed and watch porn." <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. I'll say that about Love Actually. Exactly. Whereas here, it does all kind of just it just plods along you know what's happening and uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing but it if because of the quality of the acting it maybe could have become it maybe could have stepped up a little
1: yeah it, i'm not going to say that it isn't predictable but you go into it expecting that don't you yeah yeah it's it's safe predictable that you get from a lot of rom-coms. yeah
0: but this this safe predictability of it it still makes it better than a lot of the modern uh modern stuff that we've seen modern christmas movies that we've seen of late yeah definitely
1: no no one ex- although the christmas prince 3 no one predicted that the butler was going to have done it right no uh, the,
0: and and that's one of the great defining features of the christmas prince movies is that random unexpected things happen <laughs> um so maybe if you combine that with let it snow you'd get a genuinely very good film
1: yeah so it's like a, a Christmas Prince, but with multiple storylines all happening at once. Yeah. Again, this this is, we discussed, ne- uh, next year and then the year after that, that's when all the ambitious crossovers start happening in the Netflix Christmas movie universe. That's when it's going to happen.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah,
1: prince Richard comes to the Waffle House <laughs> with his baby and wife.
0: Um, and then he gets, the random Norwich fella gets teleported there by another old crone. It's like, I say, give me some mead, you harlots. Oh, yeah, and then Prince some Richard, of the because he's a feminist,
1: he's all like, what are you doing, mate? We wouldn't stand for that in Aldovia. Yeah. And then they're all like, oh, Aldovia, I heard about that on the film, A Christmas Prince 3. <laughs> and then they're all like, what? And then, That's on Netflix. And then it all gets a bit too meta. Yeah, it all gets and a it, bit... And com- the film literally eats itself.
0: <laughs> you get people going, wait, am I real? As they see their hands slowly disappear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And at the end, it's all just an old crone laughing the night. Yeah,
0: uh, as it turns into the scene from the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark and uh, Prince Richard's face just starts melting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey,
1: like a waffle when, as, you, as you pour it into the waffle iron. Yeah.
0: Hey, Netflix, hire us <laughs> to come and do your next Christmas movie. Netflix, if you're listening. We know, we we know you are. We have a good idea for you. You, you want to disturb your audience and get the worst... <laughs> Reviews ever for your film? Come get it. Well, they've us done in. that enough, haven't they? Oh.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of nonsense on Netflix. There is there's a lot of good stuff too.
0: But we could take. But
1: they at to the point now where they're churning out so much content that a lot of it is going to be crap. We
0: could take it to the next level.
1: We certainly could take it to the next level. So... We could get on the roof of that waffle house.
0: Yes. Bring it. Bring it back. Bring it back to us.
1: I like how um, there's a point where the buddy to the guy who likes his best friend is all like, you should just play it cool. And then he's like, how do you play it cool? Or is it someone else who asks how you play it cool? Someone says, how do you play it cool? And I'm like, yeah, man, that's how, te- that's how teens talk. And that's how it feels to be a teen. I get it. Yeah. Exactly. No one knows how to play it cool. Yeah. The, the thing is, you you young people, when you get t- to, you know, when you become old and decrepit like us, you still don't know how to play it cool.
0: Yeah, Nobody you knows. you never, you never really know how to play it cool.
1: No, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as playing it cool. Apart from the only person to ever have played it cool is Miles Davis.
0: Yeah, literally the a
1: song called "The Birth of the Cool." Literally
0: the only person.
1: Yeah, the only cool person in history. So I never really liked the Rolling Stones much, but in this film, I like the like Mick Jaggery dance off that it the sexy singer does with the, the dad of the girl he likes That's yeah good. that's, that's a, funny that's a funny
0: little moment
1: that's believable and enjoyable and funny
0: but there should have been a line where they where <laughs> they said exile on main street you better not be horny on main street <laughs> <laughs> which is a joke that i've been trying to get into something on twitter for a very long time <laughs> and have never quite worked <laughs> out how to do it but this felt like the you, right place. You've wanted to say Horny
1: on Main. <laughs> yes.
0: Whenever I see someone writing Horny on Main on Twitter, I just immediately think that's going to be the name of the next fucking Rolling Stones album. Wait, what's Horny on Main? <laughs> horny on Main. It's when you're on the main road and you get horny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's that Wasn't, wasn't that the song by Moose T? <laughs>
0: I'm
1: horny, horny, horny on Main. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's exactly right. Um no, Such so horny on song. horny on main is um it's a reference to people who have multiple accounts on uh on social oh, media and right. then they have one that they're horny on and one that's their proper account. So if you're gotcha, horny on gotcha. main like
1: how Ted Cruz was um favouriting porn from his main account. Yes,
0: yeah, so I think that's actually where it originated from. Right. Or where it gotcha. became where it became popular from. Um, you
1: can tell that th- this year I have really cut back on my social media use because I'm sure like a year ago I would have been all over that.
0: Yeah, cause, well, because... I'd have
1: literally gone into this episode or as soon as you'd said Exile on Main Street, I'd have been like, I'm horny on Main. I'd been <laughs> all over it. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so so I think that's what kind of popularized it. Ted Cruz was definitely horny on Main when he posted that pornographic link. <laughs>
1: right. So, yeah. Horny on
0: mainstream. <laughs> my favorite thing of that whole situation <laughs> was i can't remember who posted it it might have been bakun or pixelated boat oh, or, or one of those very funny um twitter channels <laughs> immediately after that went up they put up a tweet from ted cruz's voice saying oh, time for a little bit of porn <laughs> <laughs> wait
1: did he say that no
0: but you can, it so was just, made it, it was just the, cassette yeah, it was just perfect, perfect, sort of, you can just imagine him saying uh-huh. that.
1: Poor old Ted Cruz. No, he's a fucking <laughs> bastard. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the worst people.
0: He can, he can go, go fuck off.
1: Yeah. So yeah, the old dad in this, he's like, you better not be horny on main, but then <laughs> the guy wins him over by dancing like Mick Jagger. So it's all good.
0: I mean, Mick Jagger would have been horny on main.
1: He's always horny on main.
0: <laughs> He's horny. That's his thing. Horny, horny, horny on main. Yeah, that
1: was one of the Rolling Stones' biggest hits, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, so yeah, so so that was a good that was a good scene. I like that. And yeah. And in general, yeah, you get a sense of all these characters being real people, which is nice. Um even though they sometimes fall into stereotypes so you know our sick mum going off to super school is yeah, that
1: that's one of those kind of like contrived to make it emotional plots yeah from a teen, from a teen novel turned into a thing movie but it? but
0: a lot of them are pretty straight are pretty sort of down to earth which i liked so you know two friends fall in love um someone's that was
1: i think was the most believable one actually, yeah yeah it was all kind of low-key it was all like Yeah, all their relationship is based on is stealing kegs and singing in a church, but that's the kind of stuff that we all would have done at that age. Yeah, and um, then you've got. You stole a keg?
0: You've got best friends. I've never stolen a keg. I actually have stolen a keg. Have you? Did you? But it
1: wasn't like a full size pub one. It was one of those little ones, you know, like you see in the supermarket.
0: Who did you steal it from? Did you steal it from a supermarket?
1: Me and my buddy Scott stole it from a party (gasps) and drank it ourselves. I say. Yeah
0: that is um that is unbelievable how dare you yeah did people chase after you in a car
1: no nobody noticed everyone was too drunk
0: um but
1: so we couldn't really have made it into a movie scene no not quite and we didn't fall in love either so (laughs) bullshit scott if you're listening i don't love you i hate you
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love you scott do i love scott (laughs) or is he someone yeah you do You'd like, you'd like it. Okay, I... he lives.
1: He lives in the Middle East. I haven't seen him in like five years. Okay,
0: but... well, Scott, I love you, even if Paddy doesn't. We've got a place <laughs> for you here.
1: He's an extremely good and hilarious person. Ah, oh, excellent.
0: Um, but but yeah, so the storylines they're in general grounded. You know, uh, a, a difficulty in a friendship where someone's prioritizing a boyfriend who doesn't care for them. Um, yep. You know, all of these little things. Instead that... of buying a pig, and ends up buying a pig, of course. Um, you know, so so all of these little stories that that work quite well. Um, so yeah, it's a good film. I I didn't expect to think it was as was as good as I did.
1: Yeah, it's enjoyable. My um also his his publicist is Janet from the Good Place. Yes, a good, yes, it's a very very good little pop up. I like. I, I feel like I like that show. This film. Yeah, that's a good show. As I've only seen the first season. I need. It's on my. The rest is on my list of things to watch. Probably in five years' time when Eric has is, is grown enough to give us some time to watch TV.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, I like how the dad says, he comes back and he says to the sexy singer guy, I googled you, you grab your crotch a lot. <laughs>
0: Which is true.
1: Yeah. Oh, and isn't that what sparks the Mick Jagger discussion? Yeah, I think it, it right. does, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is great.
0: Um. So, yeah, it, it's... It's nice this film.
1: And there is, you know, a voiceover at the beginning and end from Joan Cusack saying let it snow.
0: Saying snow is good, snow brings people together.
1: Yeah, we all like snow.
0: Um so so what have you got anything else to say about this movie?
1: Uh no, I think that's it really. It's, you know, don't be put off if you think it's just like some one of those annoying teen movies or whatever. And don't be put off any movie for that reason actually because often stuff that seems like it's aimed at teens is actually Good for adults too, and that applies to books as well. But um, yeah, you could do a lot worse with your Netflix holiday Netflix watching than watching this film. Yeah, give it uh, a spin. Yeah, it's it's,
0: it's this is much better than you might initially you can, think. You can
1: skip um, Wet Milk Night before Christmas. You can you can skip that. Christmas Prince Three is essential viewing, obviously. Is but this one, this one, yeah, you could do worse. Sit down with a cup of hot apple and
0: yeah. <laughs> sit down with a cup of not hot apple. Hot hot apple juice? Hop apple. Hop apple, I've always known as... Isn't that a Pokemon, hop apple? Yeah, hop apple. (laughs) Um, Just some hot apple slices, or just an apple, just in a mug.
1: Put put an apple in the microwave, in a mug. (laughs) And then take (laughs) Take it out. For six to seven minutes.
0: Yeah, that's what you want. Because there is now an apple Pokemon, did you know that? Yeah, hop apple. (laughs) That's a real name. What is this? its name is Applin... Applin. Um, and then it evolves into Flapple <laughs> when exposed to a tart apple or Appleton when exposed to a sweet apple. This makes no sense to me. Appleton looks like an apple pie dragon.
1: Isn't Appleton the, the, the musical that started on Broadway about the life of Alexander Appleton?
0: I, I thought it was um I thought one it was one of the
1: the fruit based founding father I thought it was
0: an apple based um music making system appleton live
1: <laughs> yeah you see all the all the famous dj's using it with their apple pads
0: yeah <laughs> exactly um yeah it's a, there is now an apple based pokemon i'm not sure why but
1: i'm very glad that pokemon is going in a fruit based uh,
0: there is some amazing looking pokemon in the new pokemon games Um, but I think the apples are the best. How do you like them apples? Particularly given that the apple-based Pokemon are actually quite powerful.
1: Oh, good. Well, you know what they say? An apple a day keeps the the Gary away.
0: Yeah, exactly. I
1: assume Gary is still the villain.
0: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Probably. He's got to still be in it, surely. Gary Oak.
1: He's probably a boomer as well.
0: Yeah, when did Pokemon come out?
1: 90 what 90 uh, 90? but no but
0: they're all like 10 years old at the time and they don't age oh, okay. so they're perpetually non-boomer
1: that's okay
0: yeah i'm glad yeah and there are no boomers in pokemon apart from lieutenant serge <laughs> lieutenant Surge is blatantly a boomer who's lieutenant Surge? he is the um the electric gym leader ah, do you remember him okay. I can't remember the gym. He, he fought in a war, and he uses electric-type Pokemon.
1: Okay, if he fought in a war, he's definitely a
0: <laughs>
1: We don't have wars anymore. No, we
0: we just have sarky comments on Twitter.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we just have calling people a nonce on Twitter. <laughs> we just That's have the new war.
0: Horny on main versus nonces. That's the <laughs> new...
1: Yeah. When Eric grows up, he's going to be like, what did you do in the wars, Dad? he be like, I was horny on main. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so right, have we got anything else to say, or is that bad about it?
1: Um, I think that's about it. Yeah, it's a good one. Watch it. Yeah. Have you, have you got trivia?
0: Um, no, uh, there's there's little trivia here, apart from that. Apparently, it's a bit different from the book. Oh, Fair enough. Well, that's always to be expected, <laughs> yeah.
1: isn't it? I, I would like to read it now at some point. Yeah, I'll give it a go. go.
0: Um, so, ha-
1: oh, and they play they play broom hockey. I would say I really want to play broom hockey. It looks great. I'm really fascinated by broom hockey,
0: broom hockey, more like Chris Froome hockey, Oh,
1: uh, Chris Froome, <laughs> cyclists, I hate fucking cycling, <laughs> I really don't want to talk about cycling because it's one of those things where I probably have bad opinions.
0: Do you, do you hate cyclists?
1: Yes, they can fuck off. Every, everywhere I go. They're all up in my business, and I'm just trying to walk. You know, uh,
0: you better hope that our two cycling bandmates, and on listening to this <laughs> podcast right now,
1: yeah, both of them can fuck up as well. <laughs> uh, We're gonna get to the next band practice find the band has been disbanded, yeah. <laughs> We've split up. Yeah, due to transportational differences. Yeah, this is
0: gonna be the fight for our times, isn't it? <laughs> Um, I, I I don't mind cycling, and I used to watch the Tour de France every year. So uh, the Tour de France is cool. So I'm 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 fine with old cycling.
1: I like that it passes through like all the villages and stuff, and you see people turning out for it. That kind of thing of it being, yeah, it's accessible in a way that no other sporting event is, and I really like that. So yeah, yeah you hate I'm,
0: cycling. I'm okay yeah, would you love football if football was just played in one long line? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's just an endless column of people kicking you through all the villages and towns. You've got a
0: thousand people (laughs) chasing after a ball for hundreds of miles through France. Yeah,
1: the Tour de Football. Tour tour, de Foot. Yeah. The Tour de Foot.
0: Yeah. um, France, if you're listening, we know you are. The nation of France in its entirety. The nation of France.
1: Emmanuel Macron listens to this all the time. We've got... If His favourite podcast. Emmanuel,
0: Emmanuel, if you're not too busy fucking off everybody in your nation, <laughs> then how would you like to set a new pastime for your country, le tour de foot?
1: Come on, yeah, we've we've made it, we've made, done it for you. We've given you the idea, you just need to make it happen. Yeah,
0: come on. Peut-être un petit tour de foot, Monsieur? Oui oui. S'il vous plaît. S'il vous plaît. Allons-y. C'est le tour de foot. <laughs> um, so, right. Long garçon. So right, so right. So how are we going to rate um, Love is Blind?
1: Love is blind. Love is blind. <laughs> love um, is blind. L- let it, let it blind. Let it blind. My brain love is, is gone. Snow. La-
0: <laughs> let us <laughs> I is...
1: just want every film to be an enigmatic piece of utter nonsense with Aiden Turner in
0: it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Um. See, so yeah, how, uh, how are we going to rate this?
1: Let's see. How many times do you grab your crotch when you're dancing like Mick Jagger to make a point?
0: Uh, so I I do that, mm, let's say, 13 times, I think.
1: Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. I'll go maybe just one low. and give it a 12 because, as you say, there's it's nothing revolutionary about it. It's predictable, but it's enjoyable. And at the holidays, that's what we want. Yeah. Predictable enjoyment.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: before we're ready for, you know, the big shock of the tour de foot coming in.
0: (laughs) Crashing in. Tour de foot. Just loads of people. I'll I'll get to work on the rules.
1: We need some some rules. Loads of people
0: trying to kick a ball up a really steep hill and it keeps rolling back down.
1: Yeah, it's like that cheese rolling thing, but in reverse. Yeah. And pass, and it passes through every French town. The,
0: the rather than the king of the mountains, it's just whoever can pit the ball between their ankles and just hop up the entire hill to get it to the top.
1: <laughs> That'd actually be quite a skill. Yeah, <laughs> Watch that. yeah,
0: tour de foot. It's gonna be great.
1: Coming in twenty twenty. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> Um, okay, did we agree what film we were going to do next? No,
0: it was going to be left up to you.
1: Cool. Well, I had a, I had a few ideas. We were looking at, we could do a New Year's Eve type film, because, the, but when the next episode goes out, it will be like the 27th of December, but the one after that will be the next year, so it will be the last episode of the year. So do you want to do that? <clears throat> do you want to do a film with Nicolas Cage in it? Or do you want to do a film with Vince Vaughan in it?
0: Are they all Christmas-related movies?
1: Yeah, they they all fit with the season. Because... Th- so a, a New Year's Eve... Well, a New Year's Eve film, a film with Nicolas Cage in it, or a film with Vince Vaughn in it.
0: Because the other thought I had was...
1: We could watch New Year's Eve again.
0: <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, no, the other thought I had was... Oh, thank God. Maybe we make it so that we watch star wars since we'll both have been to the cinema to see ah, it there's
1: is there good there's there gonna be romance in it? there's
0: romance between a lightsaber and another lightsaber
1: I and mean, we've already done our <laughs> star wars special so yeah. we could we could do another star wars special Or well, maybe
0: we do that as the first one of the new year
1: well yeah that's that's true actually yeah we could do that couldn't we why do why don't we when are you going to see it? You're going to see it on I'm Friday. I'm seeing it on Friday, yeah. So we could assess the romantic content
0: and then see Maybe. whether we can make a movie out of it. <laughs> or can... or make a movie out of it whether we can make, make a it. movie out of it? That is what
1: we do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so right, so what are the choices we've got? We've got Nick Cage, we've got Vince Vaughn Nick. or we've got New Year's Eve.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I think I'm going to have to go New Year's Eve on this one because I like the sheer the sheer random of it as long as it's not re-watching new year's eve no it's not okay. I,
1: I did genuinely consider that <laughs> but um no it's it's trading places
0: ah okay excellent
1: which is it yeah, there's a, there's there's sort of a christmas film
0: it's got so, it's got yeah. christmas time yeah yeah trading not places. super
1: romantic but there's a there's a thing so yeah
0: let's 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 do it let's do it
1: and we've we've mentioned it I think briefly before as a potential holiday um film, so I think that's a good one yeah, but yeah, let's do that, and then let's let's do Star Wars anyway cool but I will I think we should do both
0: cool, okay, cool,
1: well, we've covered a lot of ground in this episode, haven't we
0: we have we've gone everywhere,
1: just like the tour de foot will when it kicks off, <laughs>
0: literally. <laughs> yeah, literally kicks off.
1: Very good. Do you have anything else you want to say?
0: Um, That everyone can fuck off. Yeah, I agree. Get get out, you bastards. That's (laughs) our only
1: response to the election. No more election
0: chat. (laughs) No more election chat. Get out.
1: Get out. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree. Um, So, well, all that remains then for us is to follow that blanket statement by saying that you, as a listener to this program, are exempt from that. And thank you for <laughs> no, you're not exempt from it. <laughs> you're not exempt. I refuse. So once we're st- fuck off.
0: standing our ground. You need to fuck off and then you need to come back and then like, comment and subscribe. And,
1: yeah, give us five stars. <laughs> give us five stars. <laughs> and tell all your friends about this. And show. say
0: how lovely we are.
1: Yeah, say so what are nice people. Yeah, because we're lovely. We're inventors of... Screenwriters of brilliant films, inventors of brilliant sports and all-round renaissance men.
0: Yeah, because we're great. Yes, We're the we best men in the world. <laughs> All,
1: right. All right. In that case, thank you. for thing, <laughs> we'll be back next week to, to talk about um, trading places.
0: All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I've I've lost my mind a little bit. <laughs>